Let's ride. Yo, my guy. I'm going to hit you with three real quick dead-ass facts, B. Fact number one. Big Crit just dropped a classic double album. Let me repeat. Big Crit dropped a classic double album. If you're not listening to it, you fucking sleep. Fact number two. If you eat jelly on a sausage biscuit, you are fucking disgusting. That is jelly on meat. It does not belong there. Get your life together. Fact number three. For my taco shop fans out in California or wherever you may be, Jamaica is better than Orchata. Jamaica is a delicious purple color. Orchata looks like mop water on ice. Three dead ass facts be. No plan this ride. stuck in this bumper to bumper fucking traffic and they just let me get over like shit sweet so I hope this is not a booby trap I hope there's not like a a longer lane of traffic headed up for me ahead I'm not from it they could be setting me up for the okie doke what up what up no playing this ride hosted by your boy blackout I can't wait till I get to a point where I feel like I don't really have to say it that much but up and coming independent you gotta get it how you live and let the people know what you, who you are, who's hosting, and what you're talking about. So, I'm still blackout, still called, no playing this ride, until I feel like changing it, which I won't. And uh, yeah, man, it's been a, a real interesting news week. Well, not so much interesting as much as disgusting, but it's been an interesting news week, I'll say. But before that... Number seven, number seven, number seven, number seven, number seven. I hope I said that seven times. If not, fuck it. Oh, well. Well, the reason I was saying that is because when I was starting my podcast journey or endeavors, however you want to put it, I was listening on two podcasts on how to start a podcast. I got shot in the dark. I looked it up and it was there. It's just like audio YouTube. Anything you want to learn how to do, caught on a podcast. Anyway, they were saying that one of the key things was being consistent. And people try, they think it's easy, they just get into it, and they I do think it's pretty easy. But they think it's easy and that it can it doesn't take anything to do, and they get into it and they have these great ideas and they start and then they fucking quit. Because they can't be consistent. And I was like, wow. They said seven episodes is where a good percentage of shows fall off. So this was always like a, a low-key goal. It's not my end goal, of course. That would be ridiculous. Who ends with the number seven? Nobody. Nobody, damn it. That would just be weird. 10, 20, maybe 15, but you don't end shit with number seven. Unless you out there shooting dice. Shout out to my gamblers out there. 
So for me, this was a, a milestone, you know, a little pat on the back for making it to seven episodes. I can now officially fill up a week of your commute just talking your ear off about some bullshit I either watch in the news or experience myself. So with that being said, I told y'all, I told y'all, I fucking told y'all that if you, if you listen to the last joint, I said by the time you get finished listening to this, <laughs> in a week's time, somebody else is going to come out and accuse somebody of sexual assault, misconduct, or trying to get at them when they were a minor. And I said it would be at the soonest of what it would happen three years ago. Not three days, not three minutes, not three weeks, three years ago. Three years. And on the average that's been coming out, it's been like 30 years. <laughs> or 15, 20 years ago, something happened to somebody. And hey man, I'm with the victims. I was kind of hard on them on the last joint. But I, I do give the victim some responsibility only in the reporting, not in the uh, not in the act of somebody, you know, harassing them or assaulting them or trying to coerce them when they were a teenager. No, I don't, they don't get none of the blame for that. I just, I feel strongly about reporting at this point. You got to report it because it can prevent a lot of the bullshit that's happening. But yeah. They coming out the woodwork now. They they got Al Franken. The guy, he's been killing people. He was uh, a comedian turned Democratic senator. They about to get him the fuck up out of there. He did something. He I think he he wrote a skit. <laughs> he wrote a skit doing some USO shit and forced a girl to kiss him. Done. Apparently he owned up to it. Don't matter. Done. They got another Democrat down in Florida. I suppose that had some. We'll just say some bad behavior. And he's done too. He's already stepped down. Already stepped down. Hey, you know what kills me though about the politicians? When it's the politicians, depending on which side it is, like, oh, well, let's wait. They want to wait for evidence and shit. Depending on which party it is. Like, you're a Democrat and a Republican did. Oh, that motherfucker guilty. Put his ass in jail. But if it's somebody from your own party, like, well, we got to see the evidence. Got to see how things shake out. The investigation is pending. Nah, nah, fam. And really, me, I don't want to hear no men talking about it unless it like happened to like a man. Then you can be really. Let's be let's be real. You're in a position of power. It's politics. It's uh, male heavy. So a lot of this shit, men are going to overlook and, and sweep under the rug because it may be their buddy, or they may be doing the same shit to somebody else. And just like hell yeah, I hope you don't get caught because I can I can continue being safe and going about my creepy ass business. But nah, son. Nah, all that shit's about to be over. They coming to get y'all ass, and I'm glad. It's not a fad. I hope it stays a trend. As a father of daughters, I hope this becomes a part of our culture to get you creepy-ass people out of here and put you guys in jail. You shouldn't be doing that to people, man. And we, and I know, like I said, I was hard on the victims last week, but I will never blame them for what somebody else does. Never. I cannot blame you for somebody approaching you. I don't care how you dressed. I don't care what you said. I don't care. I don't care if you the minute she says no, you as a man have to protect yourself and be like, okay, that's it. Shut it down. You don't. Your ass is done. It don't matter who you are, where you come from, it might matter how much money you got, how much of a punishment you get. But other than that, 
<laughs> she says no, shut it down, move on, go on to the next one. Especially if you're somebody with some type of clout. Come on, man. Don't, don't waste your time, just move on to the next. It's not you, it's her. Just move on. I just seen a motherfucker do a willy and bumper to bumper traffic on one of these fucking motorcycles. So I don't know if anybody else knows, but in California, the motorcycles, these motorbikes out here can split lanes when riding. So this jackass just split that. I'm on the five south in the afternoon. It's fucking packed. This asshole just split lanes and popped a little bullshit ass willy. That was crazy. And I, I'm just thinking like, what if he would have died? He probably lifted that wheel off the ground. I say maybe 14 inches. <laughs> Trying to speed through traffic. What if he would have landed wrong and died for that that 10 seconds? That, that's crazy. So my motorcycle people, uh, you know, be careful. I've known a lot of people who had accidents on motorcycles. They scared me away from them. So if you're riding out there, you know, what, what the guys say, two wheels, peace. You guys be safe out there because half of us ain't paying attention in the car. I'm going to be honest with you. So we don't see you guys when you're sliding, but please be safe. Back to the sexual assault shit. We, like I we can't blame the victims. Now, people put themselves in situations every day that they shouldn't be in and, and different outcomes happen. Not necessarily only sexual assault, rape, whatever, but... Still, she's don't say it's okay, bro. It's not okay. It's not okay. Don't let yourself go out like that. And ladies, if you got some bullshit ass friends that won't look out for you, get away from them. Men, if you got some bullshit ass friends that let you get caught up like that, get away from them. If they won't support you doing the right thing, then they support you doing the wrong thing. You gotta, you gotta square up your circle, man. So, get those people out of your life. Get your shit together, keep it there, move on, progress, yada yada. Don't get caught up in stupid shit like that. That's something completely avoidable. There's no, there's never a reason to sexually assault somebody. You might get in a situation where you broke, you might have to sell some drugs. You might even have to rob a motherfucker. You may be in a situation where you feel it's necessary to kill somebody, but there's never a reason to sexually assault somebody. Never. It's like it's. <laughs> Your game is never that weak. Move on to the next. Do something else. That's don't just don't get caught up. And check check your friends. Is your friends a if you got a if you a home if you a male and one of your homies is getting a little too aggressive and he's pursuing somebody that's been drinking, let him know. Hey man, you, you got to ease up, bro. I know we all having a good time and she's grown and you grown, but if, if something happens and she. And she hit that switch and said, yo, he did this to me. I was not aware of what was going on. It's a wrap. Ladies, y'all don't get off scot-free. If you got a friend that's out there buck-ass wild, and she don't control herself when she's drinking, and she puts her, and she could possibly put herself in that, in that situation, check her. Take her ass home. Get her out these streets because for every good dude, there's a predator out there, man. So for every dude that can, that can you know, talk to a woman and, and figure things out to get to get to his end goal. There's five or ten for that one that's thinking about creepy shit. So please look out for each other, man. Let's let's uh, put a stop to this shit. Like I know it's never going to stop. That'd be a perfect world, but it can be reduced. We can we can knock off some of the bullshit for a change and and keep moving in a good in a good direction. So we ain't gotta worry about this shit as much.
got to have, have a change in our culture to where we people know to put their hands to themselves. Or keep their hands to themselves, brother. Because this shit is getting ridiculous. I know it's old cases and shit coming up, but that don't mean it's not happening now. Yesterday's offense is tomorrow's case. So, you know, uh, get, keep your shit together, man. Don't get caught up in that dumb shit. You feel like you about to sexually assault somebody? If you out and you feeling a little sexually aggressive, take your ass home. Don't do it. It's like driving drunk. Like, you know what you out here trying to do. You trying to go party or whatever. And you drinking. It's like, man, I could, if I take one more sip, I'm through. I'm on the cusp of fucking up. Go home. Shut it down. Get your Uber or something. Same thing with sexual assault. Because I feel like, for the most part, it's got to be something you plan. I don't, I've never heard of somebody, I've never heard of a random rape. I'm sure they, I'm, hey, they may happen, but i never heard of like a random rape. They're like, you know what? At this moment right now, I'm going to take somebody. I never heard of that happening. So if you feel like, if you got the urge, go home, handle that, man. Don't, don't be out in the streets acting crazy. Police yourself, check your friends. And shout out to Simone Biles, because she checked the shit out of Gabby Douglas. Gabby Douglas, and I understand some people feel like you should. She said something about, as women, it's our responsibility to dress modestly. I mean, depending on your culture, depending on your beliefs, like, that, that's neither here nor there. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't make it right, no matter how you dress, for somebody to assault you. That's like, you know what, I got on a hoodie. Oh, this nigga must feel like he can fight. Somebody punched me in the eye because they feel like I look like I can fight. You know? <laughs> can't do it, you'll never be right. You'll never be in the right for a group with somebody because of how they dress. So, she, uh, yeah, Simone Biles, check the shit out of Gabby Douglas. And, and, and the crazy thing is, it happened to one of Gabby Douglas' teammates, and she was like, we gotta be careful, whatever. If you felt that way about the situation, you could've called homegirl. Like, hey, uh, before you put this shit out there, remember, you was a little loose that day, or remember, like, hey, hey, you, you were making it look good to them, but don't do the shit on Twitter like that or any fucking social network and play your homegirl out. You know, that was fucked up, and Simone Biles checked her. So hopefully she learned, because I know they're on the internet killing her ass right now. Boy, <laughs> she's taking a loss right now. So yeah, more sexual assault. And the crate, I mean, they got Rocky. <laughs> Rocky apparently coerced some young girl into having sex with him. And his homeboy when she was like 16. I'm like, all I, I'm was like, you're a bomb rock. As soon as I heard that shit, I, you, you, I, people don't think about their legacy. This and this may be at a time where they feel like, you know what, I'm not gonna be shit. Like I'm trying this acting thing, but it may not work out. Or I'm trying this whatever thing, it may not work out. I'm gonna go ahead and do some freaky shit. And then 20 years later, it comes back on you. 20 years later, it's wild. This, this shit is a. Uh, I wonder how much further it's gonna go. I wonder how many more people are gonna come out since this uh they call what they call it the Me Too movement. I wonder how many more people are gonna come out. I wonder how many more males are gonna come out and say something happened to them. You see, uh, Ted Cruz said some. Ted Cruz said somebody tried to grope him or somebody brushed up. Somebody did something to Ted Cruz that he was uncomfortable with, and that to me. It's fucking insanity. 
That's a big old motherfucker. You got to be brave to be trying to brush up and grope Terry Crews. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't know who would be foolish enough to do that. He must have been putting out the hell of, a hell of a vibe or something that went wrong because that's, yeah, that's a big old motherfucker. I didn't, I wouldn't think anybody wanted no problems with Terry Crews. You don't, yeah. The other guy must have been big too. That's all I can say. That's wild though. That's crazy. And I, I wish I paid more attention to what was going on, but that's, I wish I had more to give y'all, but that's really what's been dominating the news. Is even in, it hasn't even been much policy. They, they ain't talking about the GOP tax bill and all this shit and the reform, whatever. I don't even know if that's going to happen. It may, I think it went to the House, but I'm not sure what's going on with that. And this, I don't know what it is with, with this Republican situation. You got all the power in the world, but stuff, stuff keeps coming back. And like you think it's going to happen, then it's not going to happen. And it's messed up because it's putting a lot of people in limbo, especially with the health care. Like, I don't know if these companies want to commit to what they got going on because what if the health care bill changes and then all of a sudden, well, too bad, so sad, you're not, you're not covered anymore. So hopefully it gets figured out, you know, amidst, the, amidst all these uh, sexual harassment and assault and misconduct cases, People are probably dropping like flies. They're probably too busy trying to clean up their past to work on this damn bill. But it's, it's pushing through, so we'll see what happens with that. It's, it's just been wild all week long. Bullshit. Like, in sports entertainment, the sports shit with LiAngelo Ball, he finally made it back. The city boys suspended. And the, the crazy shit I heard about with this Meek Mill shit, that shit is crazy. They're they giving that boy two to four years. While I'm, while I'm confused, I'm, I'm kind of confused because I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. I didn't pay much attention to it, and I, I probably won't give it any more than what I'm going to give y'all. And apparently this cat violated his probation, and now they're sending his ass to jail. And I think it's because he's riding a dirt bike in New York City, and apparently that's illegal. Apparently that's illegal. And that's, that's a lot of time for riding a dirt bike. Hey, but if you think about it, you know what? He's not going down for riding a dirt bike. He's going down because he violated. Let's be honest. Like, I have nothing against Meek Mill, none of that shit, but he violated. That's what he's going down for. It just happened to be something really fucking stupid. You got all this money, you're making this music, you got an album that's either about to come out or just dropped, and now you about to get missing in jail for a fucking dirt bike? A dirt bike. What are niggas in the city doing riding dirt bikes anyway? In New York City and Philadelphia, like, where is there space for this shit? I've been in New York City, and I've I've walked the streets. Like, there's barely enough room for cars and people on foot. So why the fuck are y'all riding dirt bikes through New York City and Philadelphia? That, that don't make sense to me. I don't live there. I'm not I'm not trying to diss the culture or nothing, but hey, somebody explain it to me if you know, because I, I don't get that. That just, that shit just seemed like danger. All the foot traffic in those major cities and people... Driving crazy, big ass city buses. I just wouldn't put that together. That that's a that's a big thing. Like I've seen the vi- the music videos and shit, but I didn't understand it then. Like why you got a dirt bike out there and niggas just going up and down the street popping wheelies and shit. It just didn't make sense. Any, but yeah, uh, don't violate, man. That's all I can really say about that. It's some sucker shit. Um, that <laughs> judge must have been the Drake fan. And, and you know what's crazy? If you, it's crazy 
nothing, this, his shit didn't start going downhill until he started, until that Drake disc came out. That's crazy. Meat Mill comes out on Twitter, talks shit about Drake. Drake whacks that ass real quick with a couple of songs, doing more jabs. Meek Mill ain't been right since he sent that tweet. Let's be real. You already this Drake. All of a sudden, his music don't sound the same. Like, I don't know if I can fuck with this cat no more. <laughs> it's, it's been a wild ride for that young man ever since that Twitter finger bullshit hit the scene. He's he been taking the L. He, even with, when he was just with Nicki and everything was like, it was cool. But he sent that tweet out about Drake and it was just downhill. Damn. Actually, both of their careers been on the, uh, on the down. Him and Nicki's career been on the, since they've been together. So, Nicki basically attached herself to some baggage. <laughs> I guess, well, when she was with him, not getting them Drake features kind of hurt. Because her career ain't really been the same since either. For me, shit. You got shit on my Drake. The internet killed you for like a year and a half. People were saying, well, saying your album was good, it was great. But I guarantee you lost a chunk of your audience. And now you're going to jail for popping the fucking Willie in New York City. Oh, I don't think he's going to end up doing that time. I'm, I'm assuming he's, for all his dream chasing money he got, he got a decent lawyer that can somehow beat the case, but or help him at least get the sentence reduced, seeing as he uh, he's provided for a lot of people. I would, if I, was, I don't understand why the judge would lock him up over that. Like, I can see that we, we caught him with drugs. Okay, you on parole, probation, whatever. You get caught with drugs, your ass is going back to jail. He assaulted somebody in. But a dirt bike... Like, even though he violated, that's still kind of heavy, man. That's still that's still pretty heavy for the amount of time she gave him. If, if it was me as a judge, I'm, I'm looking at it like, okay, you employ a lot of people, a lot of young black people. I don't, I just, I would just hate for the fact that you made this mistake to possibly get these people out of a job and then they go back or revert to street life, you know, so... That's how I would have looked at it as a judge. I, and you're going to do some community service or something. You're going to go rap books with the kids or do something to, you know, to put your, to make you push it in perspective. And you got, you, you made it. You made it. And you still fucking around doing gutter shit. And I'm going to keep it funky with you. I don't give a, I don't care about all that. Oh, you got to keep it authentic and be real with the hood. Once you make it, you got to show them love. No, the fuck you don't. You don't gotta do that shit. What you gotta do is make sure you get your paper correct. You wanna get back to the hood, go teach the people in the hood money management or something. You ain't gotta be out there acting crazy. Just being like, just being in the ghetto just to be there. So you feel like you still a part of that shit. You gotta move on. And I guess Meek just didn't learn it because he's been to jail once or, once or twice now. And this ain't, this ain't a few years ago in hip-hop where you could go to jail and that shit only boost your profile. Nah, this ain't that time. Like, the whole thug, rapper shit, that shit is dead right about now. People want to listen to actual artists. People who could put... Well, not the young kids. They want to listen to that lean, sprite, cocaine rap. But the people that really digest hip-hop... I'm going to say Meek Mill fans. Like, True Blue Meek Mill fans. They want to have people... Talented people. And even though he's a street kid, he's a talented dude. But, like, all that... Hyper gangster shit. People don't really want to hear that no more. This is back when, well, like when Yayo was in jail and G Unit was running shit. People want, like that was that was the mood of the music. And people was listening to them fucking Tony Yayo freestyles from jail, even Hell Rail when he was locked up. 
them shits was getting put on mixtapes, but nobody wants to hear that, that shit now. Nobody give a fuck about you rapping from jail. We want to see you out here free, getting money and doing whatever. Once you reach a certain point of success, man, you got to leave that street shit alone. It's, it's only going to drag you down. If you back in the street and you out there doing giveaways and you out there speaking to the kids and, you know, helping improve your neighborhood somehow, that's cool. You're not improving your neighborhood riding dirt bikes. And I don't give a shit if you bought the dirt bike for the kid. That's not doing nothing for your city. People put me, these rappers, some of these rappers kill me like, yeah, man, I put my city, I got my city on my back, my city, I put my city on the map. No, motherfucker, that city been on that map. You're just a representative that's popular right now. And if you are somebody that comes from these bad circumstances, you have the power to shine a light on that city and help these kids improve and help these, these kids get out of that situation. It don't always mean money. It could just mean some of your time. That time you spent on that dirt bike riding up and down the street, you could have been explaining the music business to an up-and-coming artist, explaining the ins and outs of these contracts, the importance of independence, how not only when you go to the studio, you need to be prepared so you're not wasting that time. What's your mixing budget going to be like? How to network in the music game? How to avoid the pitfalls of fame? You could have been doing that, but you got your ass on the dirt bike and rolled down the street. It's going to cost you two to four years of your life. And I, 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 it may sound harsh, but I really hope this is just, it's just a scam. Like, hey, we hope he somehow he, he slides out of this shit. And I hope, I hope the kids are paying attention. I hope they see it. I don't want to hear that, oh, shit, meat going to be all right type of bullshit. No. I feel like people who say that don't give a fuck about the people actually going to jail. Like, oh, you'll be okay. You could, you could, you could do the time. He got a family, bro. He got a family. This jail shit ain't cool. You know it's not cool when these motherfuckers be struggling to get out. If this, if this jail shit wasn't cool, these people wouldn't have these high-priced lawyers trying to get them out of that. But a celebrity doesn't need a high-priced lawyer. All you got to do is not go to fucking jail. Not go to jail. It's all you got. Simple shit. It's people broke that don't go to jail every day. And you got rich cats, especially rappers. I'm primarily rappers I was talking about. All the money in the world, you still find a reason to go to prison? You got motherfuckers listening to your music, living off ramen noodles and peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and shit. We got to get ourselves together, man. We just, it's a shame. It's a goddamn shame. But that, you got to be careful, though, man. Like I said, you got to be careful. You you get to a certain point, you feel like you can do whatever you want. And apparently this judge had a vendetta out, him, a vendetta out against him. It's crazy. Tell him, she must have been a Drake fan. Heard you talking and shit. Like, you know what? No. I'm with Drake on this. Go to jail. Go to jail. Gotta be careful who you stand next to, man. Gotta be careful. It's like Tyrese. They saw Tyrese. And I believe in conspiracy theories, Big Brother and all that. So they saw Tyrese over there. I was in Dubai with the Muslims. Oh, you came with Muslims now? Okay. Wait till you, wait till you fuck up. Tyrese fucked up. His daughter? Nope. Gotta be careful you celebrity who you stand next to. I'm joking. I'll, all jokes aside, though, man, Tyrese, I apologize if you hear this. I know you won't, but if you do, I don't know. You like you might have some ties to some goddamn some Islams. <laughs> I don't need nothing of mine blowing up. So hopefully you get your daughter back. You know, you like that situation. It's been crazy the past couple weeks, man. I don't know what to say about it. It's been wild. You go off on the rock, then next thing you know, you're losing your kid. It's just wild. Anyway, um, yeah, artists got to be more careful. Got to be more careful. 
you praying on your downfall. Hip hop police is real in New York City. I don't know how the fuck Meek Mill didn't know that, but yeah. when you record yourself constantly, other people see you. They're gonna record you. And, and the thing, the crazy thing is, I think Meek got clipped off an Instagram video or something. <laughs> Shit is, it's wild. It's beyond me. Oh man, uh, sports. I may have been wrong about the NBA. It's uh, I've been watching a couple games, and it's been compelling. Boston is looking like a beast right now. I could be wrong about the Eastern Conference. Boston may take it. Kyrie may be giving uh, LeBron the big middle finger. Because them boys done won like 13, 14 games in a row. And they just beat Golden State. That confidence is going to be crazy if they can keep this going for the rest of the season. So uh, even though I hate Boston as a franchise, I, I really do. I was born into that shit. My pops hated Boston. I, I don't like them. Chicago Bulls fan. They were in the way when Jordan was trying to do his thing. I fucking hate Boston, but they're balling right now. That boy Jalen Brown is a problem. And uh, Jason Tatum looks to be dope, too. Hey, Kyrie at the helm. You got the veteran Al Horford holding it down. They got somebody else on their team that I'm forgetting right now, but they got a squad. People were like, oh, Boston ain't the same team. Ain't the same team they were. Added Gordon Hayward, lost him. But fuck that. Boston is. Boston is balling. At this point, it's not looking like they won't need those fucking 20.4 quarters coming from Isaiah Thomas because the defense they played against Golden State was impressive. From the, the bits and pieces of that game I caught while I was flipping back between that and, the, foot, and uh, the Pittsburgh game, that defense was impressive. And it turned out being the difference because Golden State didn't look their normal, smooth, warrior way. It was looking like they made a couple of desperation plays. So they did something to disrupt their offense, and they looked uh, they looked good. So I hope they don't keep it up. <laughs> As a Bulls slash Lakers fan, I hope Boston falls the fuck off. And all the success they've had early in the season is for not. I hope they tank the rest of the season, and miraculously the Bulls turn it up a notch or 50 and start winning some damn games. And speaking of my beloved my beloved Chicago Bulls. Whoever isn't <laughs> is their PR person, public affairs person, who's ever in charge of their media has the worst fucking job in the league right now. <laughs> I like their fan page and they're like they're trying to post these these little bum ass highlights of Chris Dunn and and whoever the fuck else. Oh Chris Dunn with the steal and the layup. Yeah that's cool but on Sports Center these motherfuckers making a not top ten. <laughs> you know, they got the worst job in the league trying to turn shit into sugar. And I fell for them. Because I be on that Facebook page killing the ass. Louis marketing me with the pregame dunk during practice. I don't give a fuck about that dunk in practice. Dunk in the game. Go block some shots and get some rebounds. This motherfucker seven feet. He's supposed to dunk. Shit. They got highlights of this motherfucker scoring six points. We need 60. The rest of that team is trash. And I'm rooting for uh, Grant. Even though they, they're on the page killing Grant, too. I'm rooting for Grant because his uncles. I'm sorry. I'm loyal like that. Horace Grant was up there helping the Bulls win them rings. I'm rooting for Grant. Hopefully, he can get his shit together and turn this around. Cameron Payne ain't played yet. <laughs> Bobby Porter's balling. Well, he balled for like a game or two, but we'll, we'll see where that goes. And him and Meritage can't ain't even speaking yet. So, oh, my Bulls are in disarray. I'm going to use that word they're, the franchise is in shambles, and I hope they fire 
everybody. Garpax, Horberg, everybody. The owner needs to give himself a pay cut. That's how bad the situation is. Oh, I really, the only person I hope they, they keep on board is whoever is running their media, their social media, because that motherfucker is working hard searching for highlights. And I know they hearing it from that uh, Facebook page, the Twitter page, Instagram. I know they hearing that shit. So that's the hardest working person in the Bulls organization is whoever is in charge of their social media. So that's the only, get them a raise, fire everybody the fuck else. Because I'm pretty sure they can give you a few plays we need just out the comments alone. Like, where's this guy at? They need to go get a goddamn football player. Antonio Camardi ain't doing shit. Let him, let him play the two or something. And we'll see what happens when over broke leg Zach Levine come back. But shit, come on, Chicago. Do something. If you're going to tank, tank competitively, get close before you start just getting blown the fuck out. Man. Uh, yeah. Continue with basketball news. I uh, I got it. I was able to catch the game. It was one of the games I wanted to see all year, even though I didn't know what was happening. Like I cut on the TV, and it was on. I think I got an alert for it on my phone, and I was like, oh, hell yeah, I'm watching this. Check out the Lakers. Philly and the Lakers. I'm like, oh, this is the big matchup. Lonzo Ball, Ben Simmons. Let's, let's, let's check it out. Man. That shit turned into the Joel Embiid show. Embiid put up like damn near 50 points on them boy. He was tearing their ass up. Lonzo struggled the whole game. And I'm really, I think it was because they weren't prepared for Philly to be what they were. Like Philly has been struggling for a while and they saw the boys lunch me. Kuzma played well. I think Clarkson played well. Julius Randle was hustling. They took Lonzo the fuck out, I think, like, halftime. I don't know if we saw many minutes after that. They took uh, they took Brook Lopez up. They took Brook Lopez' big ass out because he was getting tore by Embiid. He didn't come back. I think Luke was like, yeah, I see what this is. We, we've got to shut it down. If you if you don't have interior defense, Philadelphia going to tear your ass up. Because Ben Simmons is scoring with either hand and dishing. And Joel Embiid is tearing people up on the inside. So if you don't have any interior defense, Philly's going to smack you up unless you shut them two down. Because you got J.J. and you got Covington shooting on the outside. And then, yeah, I don't really don't see how they're going to be able to be stopped if they play another bad team with poor interior defense. Now, if you're a good team, you're going to shut them down. Because you shut one of them down, the other one will score points, but they're not really going to do shit. If you're a fellow bad team with the long Philadelphia 76ers, and your interior defense is shit, they're going to tear that ass up. Because they, they they saw into them. You got to switch, Ben Simmons. You gotta, can't have lines on Ben Simmons. He's too small. And I don't really think any port guard in the league should be able to stop him. If he plays the same way he played against L.A., there should be no other point guard in the league stopping him. That goes for Russ and everybody the fuck else because he's, he's big. He's got like a fucking power forward body. There's no reason why they should be able to stop him from getting to the rack. So he's going to have to learn to shoot. To shoot better and shoot more often. But until he does that, they won't be an elite team. Because if B, if B can carry you for a game or two, but if he, get injured, if he gets injured again, it's a wrap for them. So if you're a Philly fan, I wish you luck. I'm mad y'all beat my team, but shit. Them, them, two, uh, them two young boys look good. And we'll see what happens when uh, Folks gets back. Yeah, for, for now, they're, they're okay. 
they're bad to okay. That's my rating for them. They're bad to okay. That same night, oh, shit. Who got blew the fuck out? I think it was that same night, Phoenix got smoked by Houston. Them boys put up 90 points in the first half. I saw that. I was like, I'm not even turning that game on. I don't even want to know who's home or away. I don't want to see what jersey they're wearing. My only hope is that they were not in Phoenix. <laughs> I hope they're not in Phoenix. That And whoever that coach is, he's going to be fired probably by the end of the month. And happy, happy Thanksgiving. Go find a new job. I don't give a fuck if it's James Harden and whoever else on that team. You let somebody put 90 points on you in one hand. You couldn't call a timeout, make an adjustment. They need to fire your ass. I would have had people out there fouling. You're going to get these points at the line fucking with me. I'm going to be down to a six-man roster. Every time you touch the ball, somebody getting fouled. Shit, cause 90 damn points in the first. I don't even know what the score was at the end of the game because they had already won. You put up 90 in the first half, your whole team is hot. They Phoenix, yeah, keep being bad. I need y'all to keep being trash. That's one of the only W's the Lakers got this season. I think Lonzo put up 20 points on y'all. So, yeah, y'all keep being trash. So, uh, my Lakers have it a little easier out there on the West. I appreciate y'all for that. Thank you, thank you. Uh, what else? So, th- uh, that same Thursday night, um, Pittsburgh, Molly Wap, fucking whoever it was they were playing, Tennessee. Thank you. Thank you. I was so happy because the Jags are now in first place in the AFC South. Yes, Duval County. Saxonville, however the fuck you want to be called, home, my hometown, thank you for playing decent defense and winning the fucking home game, and thank you to the Pittsburgh Steelers, thank you, I hope y'all hurt Mariota, I hope, <laughs> good, I'm good, I hope they, I hope they fucked their whole team up, they beat the shit out of them boys, it was terrible, I enjoyed watching it though, after that terrible basketball game, I got to see, um, <laughs> I got to see, Antonio Brown, ball the fuck out. They called that fucking, and then they called a touchdown back on uh, Le'Veon Bell. He got that bitch right back. I think they scored two more after that, and I didn't even watch it. After, after Antonio Brown made that catch with it on his fucking helmet, it was. I was like, well, that's it. That boy had like three touchdowns in one game. Dick LeBeau, what, what are you doing? If any team you should know, Pittsburgh, I guess it was like a talent or something. Damn, they tore their ass up. It just so it makes the Jags look that much better because we blew Pittsburgh the fuck out. So appreciate you, appreciate you. Very very cool of you. What else happened to sports? Anything else happened to sports? Let me think out loud. Yeah, that boy Aaron, uh, Aaron Judge won the AL Rookie of the Year, as he should have. Oh, uh, nobody made more noise in baseball this year than my man Aaron Judge. So go Yankees and. Who else won something that I was paying attention to? Oh, yeah, the, the cat, uh, Altuve, won the National League MVP, but fuck that guy because he helped put my Yankees out in the playoffs. Yeah, I don't think that much else happened in sports that I'm thinking about unless, you know, somebody else got accused of sexual assault, sexual harassment, or misconduct. Yeah. So, uh, in closing, I will do something else. I'll say something's new. It's brand new. I never did this shit before. I'm only seven episodes in, so everything I do is damn near new. But I will be doing this instead of putting spotlight on somebody I know personally 
or somebody else that I know has suggested, I will give you guys a little podcast review of some of the things I subscribe to via my iPhone podcast app. So, if you are a fan of podcasts like myself, if you are a male, I think this is a more, you know what, no, nah, men and women can listen. There's nothing crazy. There is a podcast called Ear Hustle on iTunes. It's either Ear Hustle or Ear Hustling. I'm not quite sure. But this podcast is based out of prison. It's one of the inmates, and they have a, um, a female. I forgot exactly what she does. Something with something with art. If I just burped, excuse me, I ate a fat-ass taco before I started doing this, so forgive me, please. But, yeah, there's a, an inmate and an artist. Well, she does something. I forgot what she does. That's not the important part. The important part is the show is dope. So every week, I'm assuming she goes to the prison, and they talk about prison life. And they, they talk to other inmates, and they hear their stories. And this ain't just no regular prison. This is shit about people who've been in that bitch 20-something years. I think the guy, the host, he's facing, he's doing like 30. And I think he's been there since the late 80s, early 90s. And it's based out of San Quentin. And you just hear all types of stories. Stories about people reconnecting with their children. Stories about shit, just daily life and the hierarchy and even shit about relationships. So it's it's a real good podcast, man. It's called Ear Hustling. It's pretty dope. So if you get a chance to check it out. And if you have young men and you've got sons in your life, I would highly suggest it. Like anywhere from like middle school, maybe seventh, eighth grade on up, especially if there's a chance to get close to their street life, man, had them listen to that shit, because that, just the amount of perspective in that, in that one show was crazy, and there was one episode where this guy was talking about, he got a, a visit, you know, one, I guess the conjugal visit from his, his chick, and one of the things that meant the most to him was seeing his, his lady in the sunlight, you know, it's something Free people don't think about. You got excited because you saw somebody in damn sunlight? Yeah, if you think about it, you've been in prison. And I'm assuming they got this, you know, these old jury-ass lights in there. And shit's all raggedy. And the only way you can see somebody is in these dumbass artificial lights. Like, I, I would think that seeing somebody in the sunlight before, if you've never seen it before, I, you know, I can see that being significant to somebody. There was one of the cats on there talking about during his visit that he just really wanted to be able to, to, to wash dishes with his lady. To cook and wash dishes. It's, it's man, yeah, I, I don't know, man. To I never thought about it that deep. I also never planned on going to jail. You know. But still, to hear somebody else going through that and all the things they got to deal with. And these, these boys got time on their head. They got a lot of time to think about shit and Think about what they're missing out on. So once you listen to it, all of it makes sense. Life is fleeting, man. And one mistake can shut you down. I personally think these celebrities catching these internet L's got it easy compared to some people, you know, who had like a real life problem. And, you know, went to jail for a mistake they made. And now they're locked the fuck up amongst, you know, some, some pretty bad people and 
some pretty normal people who make mistakes and they got to live in a situation in this environment that's really apparently not conducive to rehabilitation because a lot of people in those and you know in the system end up going back and you know quite frankly i think it's set up that way people like make a lot of money but yeah check it out if you get the chance it's called ear hustling it's on itunes i don't know where else it's at but it's, it's, it's real good it'll give you a perspective of somebody from the inside and then you'll hear questions from somebody on the you know just somebody from the outside asking an insider question and you'll you'll hear about all the talented people they have in there as people who create art there's a guy in there who plans parties for people's birthdays, releases. They just try to make it as comfortable as possible being in the situation they're in. There's a lot of a lot of wisdom there. So if you got a young knucklehead, whether it be a brother, cousin, nephew, son, shit, even a daughter, like let them listen to it and see how life it like when shit really gets real, and you end up locked up with them numbers over your head. How differently you think once you've been in there for a while. So. I'm going to end this on that note, man. As always, I appreciate everybody listening. We made it to number seven. Keep riding with me, man. Um, no playing this ride. Blackout. Feedback is a must, please. If you could, provide me feedback. A couple of little homies been hitting me with the feedback. My man, Island. My man, um, Bombay. I won't say your real shit on here. But they've been looking out, giving me some feedback, helping me to make this great. And it makes me want to continue doing this shit. So... If you want to get feedback and you're not somebody that knows me personally, no playing this ride at gmail.com, all lowercase. No playing this ride at gmail.com, all lowercase. If you're on Twitter and you want to hit me on the social media interweb situation, it's no play 247, capital N, lowercase o, capital P, L A Y. No playing this ride at Twitter, man. No play 247, excuse me. Also, for anybody else who's thinking about doing a podcast, if you need any help, let me know. I'm not the most technical person. I don't dig all into the editing, but I can probably give you like a YouTube video to look up or a podcast to listen to that'll help you on your way, man. I mean, if you got space and you got time and, and a little bit of money to spend, you can make it happen, man. Shit, I did this. I'm doing this in my car. AC running, signal light, traffic, all that shit. So if you got space and you got time and you got the will, you can do it, man. So if you got something to say, let it be heard. Um, big shout out to the Threat Live, my partner on there. I know I shout them out a lot. It's because I really like their fucking podcast. So it's the Threat Live, based in Jacksonville, Florida, my hometown. I can't wait to come back whenever I can. But until then, I'm going to enjoy this Southern California lifestyle, man. So as always... Praise is great, but critique is necessary. Leave anything you touch better than how you got it. Be better tomorrow than you were today. Peace.